Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Joining us, Daniel Denalonda, clinical psychologist. Daniel, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thank you for having me no. on the show. Hi, Daniel. Are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me now? Yes, Daniel, loud and clear. Great to have you on board. And thanks for joining us on the Afternoon Overdrive on this uh, Thursday, the 24th of August. So, Daniel, here's our question to you. Why are tourists suddenly behaving badly? (laughs) (laughs) Why are they being, yes, very, very naughty? Uh, you know what? Um, I think that the honest, only honest answer you can, you can answer to that is I'm not so sure. I haven't spoken to them yet. But I think to some extent, <laughs> okay, I can well imagine, what it, right? What it raises is probably mm. a few concerns um, mm. in regards to how we interact with each other. Right. Um, I think sometimes, often, um, it's around the fact that when somebody comes into your area, they've got to acclimatize themselves to your customs and your way of living. And right. for a lot of people, they don't necessarily take the time to do the research um, around the areas in which they live in uh, or which they're visiting. Right. Um, I think that plays a big part in regards to it. Um, sure. And we have this really strange way of in society at this point in time, in our current time, that we seem to think that we know everything all the time. Mm. And so... The, the, the opportunity for becoming curious and, and, and becoming part of, of um, you know, sitting in a more um, backward seat um, doesn't take place as often as it might have uh, in previous generations. Right. We, we come storming in um, and break a lot of, of rules that we otherwise um, would, would be cautious towards. Um, I think, and that, that often gets interpreted as being. Um, Bad behavior sure, or insulting sure. behavior. Daniel, do you think we're running the risk? You've just mentioned now the, the contrast between tourism now and tourism before, where in this day and age we have this kind of liberalism going on. Everybody's also a vlogger and a blogger, and everybody wants to make their mark on certain social media platforms. Is this leading to a kind of like a sense of abuse, a sense of, you know, like daring? Uh, when you know it comes to like tourist attractions and senses of hot hotspots in countries being visited in this day and age, I think I think it's like a pendulum that swings. You know, um, and and if, if you look back far back into in, in, in any history, we the, the pendulum swings one way and then it swings the other way. And maybe at this time, it is swinging more into that idea that we're all experts and we all know mm. what we need to know. Right. Um, I think COVID really taught us that as well. Hey, I was going to come to that. Expert. Right. Now everybody's <laughs> burst out of that COVID shell and now everybody's, you yeah. know, expanding and exploding onto the tourist scene. And of course now we're exhibiting these kind of, uh, visiting habits that we're talking about. <laughs> Absolutely. And then mm. I think then the evils or the ills of, of taking on such an extreme position makes everybody uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, the pendulum comes back the other way and, and suddenly experts have their role again. And, and, and um, we realize that uh, we need to be cautious before we um, demand our um, own space in, in the sun. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's, it's within a lifetime, but also within within the zeitgeist of a community, the mm. pendulum swings up and, and, and down. And it's just, you know, where you find yourself alive at that time when the pendulum is swinging. Having said that, I think also the, the progression is, is the technology. And especially, you know, the biggest thing that we've, we've seen over the last, let's say, 10, 15 yes. years yeah. has been the sort of um, news and information boom that's just happened. Right. Um, 
And I think the upside to that is we're a lot more connected with each other than we were previously, even though it doesn't feel like it. Um, I right. mean, we know of uprisings that take place in areas uh, far away from us. But mm-hmm. I think what happens is, is that people haven't taken the time to let it all digest. You know, it's like having an instant soup as opposed to having a beautiful minestrone soup. <laughs> right. And um, we get all these experiences and all these uh, flavors of life, but we haven't had enough time to settle it down and learn how to interact. With sure. the people around sure. us. Daniel, sorry, sorry, sorry to have cut in, uh, cut you short there. Uh, how no prevalent, problem. how prevalent is that here in South Africa? Look, we, I was reading an article earlier on about, you know, how the tourists are really, uh, as you've just outlined, how they're exhibiting all these tourists and these travel, shall we say, uh, tendencies that we've been uh, discussing so far. What does it look like in the South African tourist market at the moment? I'm I'm by no stretch of the imagination an expert Mm. on on, on South African tourism, but what I can talk about is I think it's a little bit of how we've sold South Africa to the world right? and what's actually taking place in South Africa. Mm. Um, I think Mm. sometimes we can talk about South Africa as being the big social experiment. You know, uh, I know what I'm going to say now is quite political, but it's the first time that the colonizers didn't run away, you know. So there's there's that element (laughs) to it. And I think on the international stage as well Mm -hmm. is there's a lot of eyes on South Africa, Mm -hmm. but we almost become very symbolic of of things that are often underground or not spoken about. Uh, One example is the amazing diversity. I mean, I'm I'm sitting here in Cape Town. I mean, Mm. Then you have a more diverse oh, um, yes. city in That's the world. That's a melting pot of cultures yeah. down there. Yes, your point is yeah. underlined, Daniel. Right. And and also the fact that the, that um, what you notice, um, I mean, I'm sitting here in Athlone, is, is that that melting pot is also is also so uh, hand in hand with very visible, very open communication around these types of things. Right. Not always. As we realized with, with, um, with what's happened here with, with the taxi um, strike, but mm-hmm. I think to an extent we're further ahead than other countries are, and you notice that when tourists come into South Africa, is right. that they're not as well climatized, or their or their own countries are often not at the place where we are okay. in understanding diversity, respect. All right. And we often find that um, people from other uh, parts of the world learn a lot around the way that we actually do integrate with each other within, okay. within our country, right. although we have a long way to go. Sure, sure, sure. Well, at least what you've just said, Daniel, is something that's captivating our visitors into, you know, like at least paying attention to who we are in our diversity, as you've outlined there. And perhaps that is why they are behaving better in this part of the world as compared to the rest of the world. <laughs> Daniel, we have to leave the conversation Thanks. there. Thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Daniel Den Holanda, clinical psychologist, telling us why tourists are behaving in unusual, bad ways as compared to others who visit this part of the world.